Ten host to a horde. At the height of his power, seven hordes answered Jawa's battle horns. Seven million warriors. Always on the move, their horses grazed the empire of grass, while children grew to adulthood, playing and fighting among the ancient wagons and tents of the Tsar, stretching from the city of Sibul to the farthest frontier, ten thousand miles distant. It was an empire so vast that teams of horses and riders, never stopping their gallop, would take a full turning of the moon and a half again to ride from the capital to the frontier, twice that from one border to the other. Each season one horde rested near the capital, while the others moved along the frontiers of the great nation, ensuring the peace by conquering all who refused tribute. Along the shores of the nine great oceans, a thousand cities sent food, riches, and slaves to the court of the Shashahan. And once a tenure, the champions of the seven hordes gathered for the great games at Sibul, ancient capital of the Empire of Grass. Over the span of centuries, the Tsar had gathered all of Shilah under the Shashahan's banner, all but the most distant nations on the far side of the world. It was Jawa's dream to be the Shashahan who at last realized the dream of his ancestors, to bring the last city into the empire and rule the entire world. Four great cities had fallen to Jawa's hordes, and another five had surrendered without a struggle, leaving fewer than a dozen outside the empire. Then the riders of the Pata horde had come to the gates of Arsat, city of priests. Soon disaster followed. Jawa steeled himself against the sounds of agony that carried through the twilight. The cries were of his people as they were led to the feasting pits. From what those few able to escape had said, the captives who were quickly slaughtered were perhaps the fortunate ones, along with those who had fallen in battle. The invaders, it was said, could capture the souls of the dying to keep them as playthings, tormenting them for eternity as the shades of the slain were denied their final place among their ancestors, riding in the ranks of the heavenly horde. Jawa looked down upon the ancient home of his people from his vantage atop the plateau. Here, less than a half-day's ride from Sibul, the ragged remnants of his once mighty army camped. Even in this, the darkest hour of the Empire of Grass, the presence of the Shashahan caused his warriors to stand tall, throw back their heads, and look toward the distant enemy with contempt. But no matter the posture of these warriors, their Shashahan saw something in their eyes no lord of the nine oceans had ever seen before in the countenance of a sore warrior. Fear. Jawa sighed and turned without words to return to his tent. Knowing full well that no choice was left, still he hated to face the alien. Pausing before his own tent, Jawa said, Kaba, I have no faith in this priest from another world. He spit the word. Kaba nodded, his scales grey from years of the hard life on horseback and from serving his Shashahan. 
I know you have doubts, my lord, but your cup-bearer and your lawmaster concur. We have no choice. There is always a choice, whispered Jawa. We can choose to die like warriors. Softly, Kabar reached out and touched Jawa on the arm, a familiarity that would have brought instant death to any other warrior of the Tsar. Old friend, he said softly, this priest offers our children haven. We can fight and die and let bitter winds sing away the memory of the Tsar. There will be no one left to chant remembrance to the heavenly horde of our valor while fiends eat our flesh. Or we may send our remaining females and the young males to safety. Is there another choice? But he is not like us.